October 14, yes, this day has arrived. It will be this beautiful sport at its beautiful best across two wonderful cities and two famous tracks. Caulfield is inspired by tradition while Ramwick will be inspired by innovation as we get set for racing's greatest day. Sydney's never seen anything like it. 50 odd thousand there at Ramwick for Everest Day. The race worth $20 million as the majority of the best sprinters in the world will do battle for Sydney's now greatest prize. And then you throw in the King Charles worth $5 million and it's a race day that is set up for memories that will last forever. Mr. Brightside, he's all of the rage in the King Charles. If he wins today, the legacy for the Hayes boys will live for an eternity because I think he will become one of the greatest moles this country has ever seen. The Everest, who knows who's going to win? I think there's two horses that you can put a line through, but the rest are a big chance and a big dance. And at Caulfield, we've got a Guineas, where it's Sydney v Melbourne. The Elite taking on the Battler. Militarise and uh, Stepati will go head-to-head -head in a sterling jewel, you would imagine, at the Heath. Can Alligator Blood lift the crowd and get the job done in the Might and Power Stakes? And then in the last race, Bull should be worth the wait, I can tell you, Amelia's jewel. The... Western Australian wonder looks tough to beat in the Turak handicap as she continues her merry way of becoming Australia's best horse. It's a big day, and this is the only way to start your punting day. It's winners. On a Saturday morning here on SEN Track, thanks to Pickle Bet. And don't forget the Victoria Cup tonight as well on the trots. One of the best Victoria Cup fields I've seen in my time covering that wonderful sport. Let's welcome in the team, Mickey Gannon. Good morning to you. Good morning, G. What a day it's set to be. Cannot wait. It's huge. Had a chat with Joe Pride this morning. G, yes. he's a little nervous. Is he? Very, very nervous is Joe. He's got no reason to be nervous because it's going to be a big day for him, big day for Proven Thoroughbreds, and a uh, big day for our mate Bakes as well. The face of Pickle Bet, it's a big face. Brett Baker joins us. Bakes, hello to you. <laughs> oh, what, a, what, a, what, an, what an intro. Thanks very much, guys. Um, I can see you there in the... Uh, in the studio over in North Sydney. Good morning. Yeah, it is a big day. Look, it's a, it's a massive day at Sydney out at the track today. Uh, I guess the, for the racing purists, though, Caulfield is the place where you want to cast your eye. Um, but, yes, look, for us in the uh, very small, uh, very very lucky Baker Stable, we've got a horse running in the first at Randwick. So we are a little bit on tender hooks here this morning at uh, Castle Baker in Randwick. Now, it's not all about you, Bake. No one gives a stuff. You've got to win a horse in the first. We just want it. We, we just want a few winners from the great man today. No, we wish you the best of luck in race one. You Thank better you. Are you going to win? Just be positive from the gates, Bake. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. Look, as, as long as the speed's on. Just put the pace into the race. What's the horse's name, first of all? Any chance? Uh, Outlandos. Yeah, he's always okay. a good chance. Uh, he's been backed in. Uh, look, as long as the speed's on in the race, which we don't often get in these staying features. Uh, but if the speed's on, I think he's a very good chance. Any threat that you want to put the speed on yourself? Uh, no, we tried that last week and the horse cannot be ridden upside down anymore. He's far too old for that. He's a bit like me. You know, he, he sort of enjoys what he enjoys. He doesn't like being taken out of his comfort zone. No, I don't know if I could ride you upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon <you'd> be, <laughs> I reckon you'd have to keep to the game plan with you, Bakes. Uh, Straight out the back there. and let you run no. home. Rev up for savings at Kilmore Toyota's used vehicle sale, making way for new Toyota stock. Hit Kilmore Toyota's website today and view the used vehicle range. Of course, get your extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. The Makita XGT experience professional cordless power without limits. We'll get a track update first of all, Mickey, for Royal Randwick today, Everest Day. It will be 
No one can see me doing that, but I'm, I'm knocking on the, the, the concrete floor because it'll be rock hard there at, at Royal Randwick, you would imagine. Rock hard, about 20 mils of uh, water uh, irrigation and rainfall the past seven days, but it's uh, been a very dry winter into a dry spring, G. Expect lanes one to be okay and then lanes two through to six to be absolutely ideal with a rail out there three metres with on-pace runners to some advantage. G, obviously tempo plays a big part in yeah. that. At Caulfield, rail is in the true, of course. They're still saying it's a good four. So there's been a bit of rain around Melbourne over the last 48 hours. It's a beautiful drying track. I'm thinking they'll get off the fence towards the back end of the meeting. So I think every horse will get their opportunities. There's some small fields there like the Might and Power Stakes, bigger fields in a Turak and a Guineas. I think they'll be swooping out the centre of the track in some of those bigger races towards the back end of the program. We'll preview the big races here on Winners This Morning. It's eight minutes past nine, and the biggest of the day, I think it's the Everest. It's Quite worth a, the most money. By a long way. Yep. Um, and it's a fascinating betting race in 2023, Mickey Gannon, because having a look at the pickle bet market here, and we don't know who's going to start favourite. It's going to be a wonderful duel between I wish I win and uh, think about it, because there's nothing really separating them as we speak, you've got I Wish I Win, $5 and two seventy top two. And think about it now into four twenty two forty. I've just got a feeling, and the other horses in the market, Mazu at 80 to 1, you're not not far off the $95 you <laughs> mentioned on the weekend preview and giddy up on the on Thursday. Over past yeah. 11, Buenos Notches has been easy, $18. Hawaii 50, 13. Alcohol free, 60 to 1. In secret. She's been a good mover of late. Nine dollars fifty. Espiona sixteen. Shinzo eighteen. And Cylinder, well, the stable mate in secrets firmed in. Cylinder's sort of gone the other way in the last day or so, out to nine dollars fifty. Who starts favourite first of all, Mickey? Yeah, they'll keep coming for. I wish I win. Yeah, but they're hoping. They're absolutely hoping. Uh, think about it. We'll start second favourite here. I think we'll see a bit of uh, on pace leaderish bias um, yeah. before this race and there'll be more money for overpass. They're the three. Okay. That'll be the top three in the market, I'd suggest, you. I, I had a chat to Peter Mooney yesterday. I caught up with him. Luke Nolan will be getting off the fence at some stage. How, do you get, how, how does that happen? Well, that, he'll he'll push his way out eventually. So you're a magician. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. <laughs> but no, there'll be gaps that'll open up and if there's a half a run there, he'll be taking it. You'll need to? Yeah. It's very interesting because you'd know Luke better than I. I haven't watched a whole lot of his writing. Obviously, being Sydney-centric, he doesn't strike me as a Nashville willer. A hey, he's a very ultra, good rider. He's a very No, no, like an ultra-aggressive. Brett Navdala, like, willing to just go for a quarter of a gap at any cost. No, he, when, 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 when there's $750,000 into his pocket, he'll mm. definitely do that. What okay. did Jockey get? 10% of $7 million. I can give me more as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, he's going to have I, a lot of traffic. He's going to yeah, have a big, going to have a lot of traffic in front of him. I've got a feeling he'll be getting out. I wish I win, Bakes. But the mm. problem is, he can get out. But if he gets out at the 150 meter mark, it's no good to him because he's Way a horse. Like he's a he's a 1400, 1600 meter horse at his very best. So when he won the the TJ Smith, he was out the back, wounding him up, and away he went. But it, it takes him a little while to get through his gears. Um, so he he can't. It was also just, a wet track. Yeah, and he can't You're push. Not he's not a track. push button horse in a way. He's not. And it's interesting. I hear this, Richard. Oh, how first up at Caulfield, 1,400 metres is on the inside. That was Caulfield. That was 1,400 metres. This is this is Ramwick, 1,200. This is apples and oranges. They're not the same thing. No. Um, 
say like Amelia's dual nearly beat over Parson, had all the favours over 1,200 metres at Ascot. Mm. And she's racing in a two act today, I think her best trip, and she could be a freak, but her best trip I think is over a mile. So I think he'll be vulnerable in this type of class out in front, despite, despite the run he gets. Then you've got the three-year-old, Cylinder, and Shinzo. Shinzo's the unknown. But how much the blinkers? How much can the blinkers improve cylinder? Because he probably on ratings he needs to improve a length or so. He does. He needs to improve a length. Then you got to hope that with the blinkers on first time he jumps okay, because yep. that's always a query with the blinkers on first time. Real concerns. Shinzo has the the peak run to get the job done, but gee whiz, you couldn't be betting with confidence after what we saw last start pulling up lame as well. So then you've got Private Eye and think about it. Think about it's going to get the gun run, mm. and Private Eye thinks a better horse. Then think about it over twelve hundred meters. Well, we spoke with Joey Pride this morning, and yeah. his suggestion was that they will definitely be using that that draw. Yeah, be silly not to. So he'll be ridden nice and aggressive. And the suggestion, Private Eye, is just let Nash do what Nash wants to do. And Bakes, everybody, the, like the money's come for this mare in secret. You you sp her price in her first two runs. This preparation, she started three dollars on both occasions. She hit twenty one dollars at a stage there. Wednesday or Thursday, I reckon. Yep. $21. She's now into $9.50. The concern is, is that where does she get to from the draw? Um, yeah, look, I, I've got a sort of – I've got her out and, and back, and yep. I don't think that's going to be – I think she's going to have too much work to do. I think she's an amazing horse, don't get me wrong. Uh, and $21 was stupid, but – you know, she's at a price now, sort of 9 or $10. That's probably where she should be. Um, I think she's going to have too much work to do. I do like, uh, think about it. I'm not going away from, from Gano's thoughts there. Um, I think Overpass will run a pretty have you big really? Run. Have you thought about it? I have thought about it. Yeah, and you would think about <laughs> it. Um, I, I think Overpass is going to run a big race. I've got those two as my top two for the race. Well, here's the thing. You know, we talk about class, and yeah, Overpass probably doesn't have the class and, and the big victories to his name, but he's got race shape to his name, and he's got a career peak that comes second up last preparation after that quokka run, which you, you talked about, G. He, he's got all the boxes ticked. If you want to make profit on the race, overpass the place is just a great I, I think I was just about to say that. I think he's the place horse because I think he's got a bit of a red cell about him when he can walk and dictate terms. And he's one of those horses where he's put his hand up, I am the leader. Yep. So you're not taking the lead from me. No chance. Now, he just lacks that class, I think, you know, that X factor at the end of 1,200 metres against these quality horses to win a race like this. Um, I could be wrong, and, and Bjorn Baker says he's improved once again from the Doombin 10,000 and also the the, the Quokka. Um, but he'll need to he, a little he bit. Reckons, he reckons the horse is going the best he's ever had him go. So that, that yeah. Doombin 10,000 350 a place. That's, that's a nice bet. That Doombin 10,000 run rated top four of all the horses in this field. Yeah. So... And now it gets race shape. It's just a silly bet. You know, there's, there's, there's certain ways horses can win races and leading with not a whole lot of pressure um, being put on. On a firm track. On a firm track is a really good yeah. recipe. Who was the horse, who was the Waterhouse bot horse that um, managed to go all the way, you know, maybe as a Golden Rose animo flying over the top. In the Congo. In the Congo. Didn't do was a whole lot. In the Congo yeah, didn't do a whole lot converge. after that. Would have been in the Congo. Yeah. Didn't do a whole lot, but you can just win there. Sometimes you can just get away with it. Today could be the day. Yeah, and I like people go, Gareth, it's a $20 million race. It's going to be pace in this race. Nah, nah. you know why? Because what's second worth? 
But I think some, yeah, I agree with that. But you can't take your horse out of your comfort zone oh. either. So Luke Noel is not going to push out, I wish I win. Well, he's going to try and get him to jump, but he's not going to scrub him up to be leaders back. Like, I think, think about it's a horse that needs to settle and find his rhythm. A Y5-0, like, Macca would love to get some a cover into this race. Needs but to. he needs to push the button at the start because he can't win going back, can he? Really, well, alcohol-free the... might provide that cover. Well, you think he's gonna, she's going to be the pacemaker? Well, she, she's probably the one, I suggest the stable might have a conversation about if, which one's going to go more forward and which one's yeah. going to trail. And I'd suggest that alcohol-free will go forward and Hawaii 5-0 will trail. Like Cylinder, if he jumps with the blinkers on and travels sweetly, sits outside of an overpass, that's his best opportunity to try and out-sprint him up that, that long Randwick straight. But it's going to be a tactically fa- fascinating race because – Personally, I can't see much tempo in this race whatsoever. What, what happens here if Marzu, if they go, it's been a soft prep, we might just be a little bit more uh, cautious here rather than being aggressive. And Cylinder with the blinkers on is half half slow. <laughs> What's going to happen? This slowest run Everest of all time. Yeah, it might be a trial. <laughs> um, but that's why the jockeys get paid the big bucks and they've got to make a decision from a tempo point of view. I've got to go forward here, you know. Um, so what... It's a difficult race. For me, it's a tough race to bet into. So let's go through the tips from the winner's team. We'll start off with you, Bakes. Uh, yeah, okay. Look, as, as I said before, I, I like to think about it. I, I, you know, he hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, his first up run, he had to fight for it. He got there. Um, he's only going to improve from that. Uh, so he's my bet with overpass to run the Quinella. I think it's a great bet. And, if, you know, for value, overpass the place, I... Yeah, I, they're my two. All right. Yeah, yeah. Overpass the place has been my bet all week. It's been a bet for a long time. I'm very keen overpasses at the price. It's just a horse race, G. I love the speed maps. It's one of the biggest horse yep. races of the year. But you know, I, I think overpass is the way to go. I think think about it. It'll be hard to beat. And any of these other than Mazu could run a hole. That's why we love pickle bet. Top two five dollars overpass. Three thirty top three top four. What do you, you get? get two forty three top four. I'll give you a thousand dollars, but you can get six twenty five <laughs> with pickle bet. Thank you. Uh, like, you two are unbelievable. You've got great mates, Adrian Bott and Brett uh, Bjorn Baker. Yeah. And Bakes has a chat to Bjorn, and Bjorn goes, this horse is flying. And then Bakes all of a sudden, best bet in the day. Overpass is flying. Um, osmosis <laughs> is the real deal, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you get easily persuaded. And now Adrian's been on the phone to Mickey Gaddon, oh. and you can tell in his voice, alcohol-free. Like, yeah. alcohol-free. If it alcohol free could jump out of the ground. Uh, alcohol free is going in my first four. First, first There's four no way. Going. Like if that no horse runs to its best race. runs overseas, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's in the race. I think my top. I'll have. I wish I win. Private eye. Um, overpass cylinder. You watch Flindell. A Y five o. In I, I could. I, You're I boxing the field. I'm there. having cylinder hey, and private eye. But I, I, I would take the field and. And leave out Ali, um, I'd leave out Buddhist notches, alcohol free, Espiona, Shinzo, um, Marzu. They're the horses that can't win. I wish I win or need the West Co- Westpac helicopter at the 300. I, I think I wish I win and get out. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break. This is winners on this Saturday morning. Thanks to Kilmore Toyota. Rev up your savings at Kilmore Toyota's used vehicle sale. And also Picklebeck in an extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. We'll come back and have a look at the 
King Charles. We'll get our best for Sydney and then we'll take a look at Caulfield Guineas Day because I tell you, I, I'm looking forward to the, the Caulfield meeting from a punning perspective um, over Randwick. So I'm looking forward to going through the Caulfield meeting straight after this break. Don't go anywhere. Great to be with you on this Saturday morning. It's the biggest day of racing I can recall for quite some time. I think, yeah, I think it's the biggest day of racing ever that I ever witnessed, so I can't wait for it. So don't go anyway. We'll continue on winners. Thanks to Picklebet and Kilmore Toyota straight after this. Uh, he's good. He's good. He did his final piece of work here uh, yesterday at the farm, um, and he worked through nicely. Typical work for him, and loaded him up on the float uh, last night, and he's arrived safely in Sydney. So uh, he's following the similar recipe that we've um, done for when he's been able to attack the Doncaster, and it seems to be all systems go at this stage. That's J.D. Hayes talking about his superstar galloper, Mr. Brightside, who is the horse to beat in the first ever running of the King Charles worth $5 million. He's into $1.95 now with Pickle Bet. Think it over $16, Zaki $9. Now he had to he had to pass a test today. Annabelle Nation was waiting for Bloods to come back with Zaki. So is he still in the race? Because um, I had a chat to the stewards today. It was a bit of a delay regarding getting the Bloods back. So Annabelle notified the stewards of that. So we still don't have I think they, they in the race for Yeah, now. they say he's okay, but they just wanted to double check with the bloods. Light infantry man at nine dollars has had good support. Buckaroo at twenty six dollars. Then we go down to Golden Mile at twenty six, Kovalika at twenty six, um, Fangirl at seven dollars, a tissue at a big price, and hope in your heart at forty to one. Mr. Brightside's the best miler in this country. He's at a dollar ninety five, however, in a big field. Jeez, he's short bakes, Mr. Brightside, and I love him. And he's probably been, dare I say it, he's probably one of the most underestimated champion in the game, if you know what I mean. Everybody wants to take him on, and he just keeps on winning. Mate, he's a bit like you, isn't he? He's just a superstar, but just sort of hiding in the shadows a bit. That's one of the worst compliments anyone can ever have. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, I'm a legend, or I'm a superstar in my own lunchbox, you're trying to tell me. No, no, not at all, mate. You can take it any way you want. Look, um, $1.95 is too short for me. I, I think I agree with you. I think he probably is the best miler in the country, and he probably wins the race, but he's not getting my money at a buck ninety-five. I can have uh, I can have Fangirl to place at 2.30, and I know the pattern's going to be against. I know she's going to have to do a lot of work, but she's been outstanding this prep. She's $8.750 to win. Um, that's where I'll be. So bet, I yeah. fully expect it to be very tough to get past Mr. Brightside, but I, I just don't see any value at it. He'll have to, he'll ease from a dollar ninety-five, I think, at the moment, Mickey Gannon. But the best part about Brightside at the moment is that he's winning off a hot speed. He's winning off a slow speed. It won't be a slow speed in this big field worth this much prize money. But he's got he's got tactical speed, which is so important for a horse like a Mr. Brightside. So Williams can push the button at the start from. Gate eight's not that bad of a gate anyway, but he's got to slot into a lovely spot. He'll map perfectly, G. Sit wherever he wants him to sit. Put it really simple. Fangirl, look, this is her best setup. Third up at the mile. Barrier two, J-Mac. We probably would have preferred barrier five or six, but she'll be flying late. The two horses I'm really interested in seeing parade are Light Infantry Man 
and Buckaroo. I thought those two have really good uh, European Both um, flying. form or good form lines outside of Australia, anyhow. Both flying. G suggests they both get what two of the better jockeys uh, in the world, Zach Purton and Hugh Bowman. They're the two I want to see parade. If they parade really well, you're getting what around the ten dollars and twenty dollars plus. Yes, yeah, they're in your quaddies. They're in your quaddies. They're in your exotics. And Mr. Brightside's clearly the best horse here, building the best record. Yeah. But they don't always win. G. Silver Eagle's a good race. Pericles five dollars pickle bet. Ruthless Dame. This is a perfect setup for her. Group one winner. Second up thirteen hundred. Four dollars eighty. Yellow Brick. Can't believe its price. It's easing now. Four forty. Um, but even the Queenslanders are taking him on today. Then we've got um, Better Debtor at 390. She's got a question mark over whether she gets a trip, but I think that her sprinting form suggests that she's a pretty good chance of getting 1,300 metres here, Mickey. It's just a different setup, isn't it? 1,300 metres Ramwick, a bit different to what you'd see down the uh, the Flemington Strait. Um, well, you wouldn't see 1,300 down the Flemington Strait. From where the horses come from. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> Unbelievable. Everyone's taking the cheap shots. Everyone's a comedian. That said, Kaboo's out in front here, and there is... What did Adrian say? A real lack of speed. <laughs> I haven't spoken to Adrian this week. Don't lie. And look, the, ho- the horse was two or five lame last start. It was awful. And everyone says, well, there's no possible way you could back it. But now it goes 1,300 metres, which is absolutely ideal. Gets a very hungry Regan Bayless, who just doesn't get these opportunities all the time. You know you're going to get a horse that's fit. You know you're going to get a horse that is going to give a sight. And, you know, there's a few out there questioning his class, but I wouldn't be. There was plenty touting him as an Everest hope early on. I think that was a bit of an overreaction. But we're talking about a gallop here that won a group three up and coming, beating Golden Mile. Okay. Over the 1,300 metres. There you go. Which is not the Flemington Strait. No. No. Um, Bakes, what are you doing in a Silver Eagle? Uh, well, look, I'm not backing Kaboo because my horse beat at least a 1,600 metre horse and he beat him over 1,200. So you can have all, Good. you can you Stay can out. let Adrian know that he's got that wrong. We're going to get a dollar um, mate, I'm going to... in our conversations these days. Yeah. <laughs> that would have enough spare change, wouldn't yeah. it? A bit of loose change. Loose change. Loose change. Yeah. Great name for a horse. Um I am going to go against the thoughts on Benedetta. I agree 1,300 is a little bit unknown, but I think her prep so far has just been spectacular, and um, I reckon she can come up here and do it the other way. All right, then. So Benedetta for Jason Warren. I think it's a tough race. I'd be staying out of the Silver Eagle. I'd just be waiting for Amelia's Jewel turning up for the Golden Eagle. You've seen plenty of racing in your time, G. Your experience. The form out of Melbourne coming to Sydney, they just struggle. The Melbourne horses just well, struggle depends. to go to Sydney a lot, so well, Mr. often. Mr. Brightside's won the last two Doncasters. Absolutely, outside of him. Especially um, these sprinters. It's just never that easy in these yeah. sprint races for them. And you'll see the Sydney side has had success there the other day at Flemington. I think Militarise is the best three-year-old. We'll talk about that a little later on. So, Sydney th- to Melbourne's easy. Melbourne to Sydney's hard. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take the news. It is 9.31. We'll come back. I want to have a look at the Cozzy Oscar. We'll get our, our best for Sydney straight after this. We've been waiting for this day, October 14th, for such a long time. Every time I wake up, I say, where's October 14th? Coming around and it's arrived. Because basically from the start of the spring, when you had a look at the, the calendar and you, you saw this race day, it was going to be mouth-watering. Let's have a look at our best bets in Sydney, and we'll touch on the Cozzy Oscar as well. Um, I've heard all of the experts, Nick Ashman, Dean Watling. Um, I don't know if you tip this filly. 
but Arctic Glam, everybody wants to, to be on her. She's into a dollar ninety now. Gerald Ryan, I think, believes that she's a thousand guineas horse. So I'm playing her into Tom Kitten as my plays there at Ramwick, and Tom Kitten will be winning the gloaming, and he's been a little easy with pickle bet two sixty now. Mickey Gannon, what are your plays there today? Good, roll him out because he'll be getting the job done. Tom Kitten. Well, I'm against you, boys, in race three. You're all with Arctic Glamour, and I think Jolly Star will get the job done there. You're getting a very big price. But my best of the day, G, race four, number three, Tom Kitten. Hopefully, we get even better yeah. than that 260. That'd be beautiful. Race two, number five, Gaza Blanca. Will absolutely relish the 1,400 metres first time off a nice uh, tempo there. In the last, to get out stakes for the punters, Thalassophile and... Uh, the other one I am with, more secrets. Okay. Two bet play to finish off the day and get Bakes right. out of strife. Bakes, you're you're really <laughs> look. I'm a Gaza Blanca fan too. Um, I think that's a that's a great bet early on in the day. I'm against you with Tom Kitten because I, I think he sort of good. No, that help us. That must make you feel much as well. more comfortable. Yeah, thanks <laughs> yeah. giving me you more confidence, with confidence now. Yeah. Um, Bakes is no, against us. I like us. Snowman in that race. I thought Riff Roman on a Snowman. Yeah, Riff yes. Rocket was superb down in Melbourne, and Riff Rocket was uh, put away very easily by Snowman last time they met. They're both Waller horses. He's kept the best one up here, and I think Snowman's great value in that race. Um, I guess we've spoken about a lot of the other ones. If we move, I look in the Get Out Stakes. I'm I'm a More Secrets fan as well. I think Renaissance Woman runs a huge race, but I think More Secrets has the class in that last race of the day. So. They're my big bets today. All right, then. Now, the Kosciuszko, front page 525. Mammoth can't win because Mitchell Beer's not even turning up there. Like, everyone was saying, geez, won't it be great to see Mammoth win and Mitchell Beer and the connections going off? Well, Mitchell's, I think he's at a wedding. Is he? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'll go represent a stable then. No worries, Beery. No stress. Far too easy. 750's been a drifter. Um, Opal Ridge 270. The concussion plate's on. Now... As I said to you yesterday, is that concussion plates, you don't like people have a strong opinion on you got to put a line through her, but unless you're in the inner sanctum in a way, you just don't know why the reason that she's got those concussion plates on. Simon Miller was telling us the other day, sometimes it's sort of like um, it doesn't look good, but you need to be in the stable to know if it is going to be um, detrimental to her chances. But in saying that, you don't like to see it. You wrap yourself in Band-Aids for no reason. Um, but sometimes if you've got a small blister and you do just to, it, like, it does make you run the same. So she's soft. No. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, I think she's still the horse to beat. Mogo Magic had a setback, um, but they say he's fine. I ran into Nick Hayward the other day, or last night, actually, and he's he's fighting fit. Been a, uh, really well back. He's a story for mine. Really well Scotty back. Collings is battling cancer, and we wish Scotty all the oh, best. All the best, Scotty. Nick Hayward, who's been... The, the boy from the Riverina shifted to Goulburn to get more um, to get more um, opportunity. And he's been kicking plenty of goals, Nick Haywood. He's a leading country rider in New South Wales. But I've got, a, I've got something for you here. The, the best roughie all day, Bianca Villano, $34. You could have got $60 there midweek. It'll storm down the outside. I won't beat Nemeth. I bet you it beats Mammoth. We'll have a, we'll have a, um, right, a wild berry shake. $13, top two, top three, $7. Quickly, opinion in the Kosciuszko? Uh, front page, race yep. to lose. I'd suggest that it's going to roll forward, sit on speed, and I can't see them getting past it. Far too easy as a horse. I'm very keen. I'm just not sure how the uh, race shape will, will yep. uh, suit it. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm a, yeah, look, 
Opal Ridge, great, comes out of the best races, but there is that question mark. I can't be involved. Um, look, far too easy. I've always had a soft spot for this horse. I agree with Gano. The pattern of the race is probably against, but yeah. he is going to be absolutely flying home quicker than anything else. I'll get over what happened I'll last have, year. Yeah. I had a few people I'll just have a, text I'll have a in, in, including one of my wonderful friends. He probably would um, doesn't like to be named, but concussion plates don't really matter. Um, and why they go on? Well, the when you have a look back at, I haven't done the stats, but I've got a few um, people send the, the stats that it doesn't really like. Um, you can still perform and get the job done. Oh, no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah. So I think Opal Ridge will just win if she turns up at her best because she's the best horse in the race and she's the quickest yep. horse. And if you're the quickest horse, usually you win the race. Um, let's take a break. It's 9.39. Then we'll come back and have a look at the guineas. Hope, host of text messages coming through to 0499 736 736. As we go to a break, Let's hear from Luke Pepper, the trainer of Opal Ridge. Now, this was before they announced that she had the concussion plates. Um, but he sounds like he's pretty happy with his superstar mare heading towards the Kosciuszko. Um, yeah, no, she's great, mate. Very happy with her. Um, everything's gone quite smoothly into the race. Got a few days to go yet. But, um, yeah, just uh, everything seems to be in line. 